Hi everyone, welcome to Unjustified True Beliefs, the podcast in which we talk about the beliefs we have and we try to validate them using philosophy, psychology and maths. Today, uh, joining us is Trisha uh, Anand, Diana Didinoyu, Apurva Bapat, Karthik Anand, Saurabh Teotia and Remina Radisko. And today we are discussing a very old psychological question uh, which Carl Jung proposed. So before we get into the main topic, I would give a quick intro of what we are discussing. We are talking about the 12 archetypes, which is a theory proposed by Carl Jung that in the world, there are basically 12 archetypes and depending on different stages of our development, we refer to different archetypes. So the theory proposed by Carl Jung was about humans have a a conscious, uh, a personal subconscious and a collect- collective subconscious and these collective subconscious are derived by all the stories and all the past civilizations so the wisdom of, of our ancestors are all within us and that that makes a human baby come come up with a pre-programmed software to understand this world in a better way and he learned this by analyzing mythological stories from different civilizations. And each civilization has some characteristics and you can find similar characters in different stories throughout the world. So there are 12 archetypes and uh, let's start with what these archetypes are. And then we'll get to ask our participants what they think, uh, if they believe in this theory and what is the archetype they most closely resonate with. So the 12 archetypes proposed by Carl Jung are uh, the innocent whose motto is to be free and everybody should be free to be themselves and the, the biggest goal is to be happy. The second one is the everyman that is the most common and the most secure archetype that all men and women are created evil and his biggest goal is to belong. The third one is the hero uh, and the hero believes in where there's a will, there's a way. And they want to be an expert uh, in a way that improves the world. The fourth one is the caregiver, uh, with, whose motto is to love uh, your neighbor and yourself. And his main motto is to help others. Then there are the soul types, which is the explorer. And his motto is to don't fence me in. And he wants to, or he or she wants to ex- experience everything um, in a more better, more authentic way and to live a more uh, fulfilling life. The next one is the rebel, uh, which which believes that the rules are meant to be broken and to overturn uh, what, what is not working. The seventh one is the lover. And the main motto is that you are the only one. And the main goal is to be in a relationship with people of work and they, be, they want to be surrounded with love. The eighth one is the artist. And it is, if you can imagine it, you can it can be done. And the main purpose of this artist is to make his make their vision a reality. The ninth one is the jester or also called as the joker. And the main motto is to live only once. And the goal is to uh, to have a great time and lighten up the world. Tenth one is the sage. And the main motto is the truth will set you free. And the goal is to use intelligence and analysis to understand the world. The tenth eleventh one is the magician. And the magician's motto is I can make things happen and to make dreams come true. Twelfth and the final one is the ruler, which is power isn't everything and power and it but it's the only thing. 
uh, and the main goal of the ruler is to create a prosperous successful family or community so there's a lot to take in but with this chart in front of us i would like just open up the floor and uh, go through uh, ev- uh, like ask this question to everyone um, what they resonate with the most so let me ask trisha that uh, trisha I, out of the the four main categories do you what is more important to you like having a structured world or expressing yourself and going through a more exploratory or spiritual journey or are you motivated by leaving a mark in this world or i do you value connecting to others as the most important Good. Uh, so, uh, uh, Saran, I, I'll uh, go with the uh, elimination because, uh, you know, it's uh, very difficult to uh, really uh, pinpoint on one. I, I really feel that we are we all are a mixture of uh, all these or at least uh, 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 at, at uh, different points of time, we are uh, uh, different uh, people among these. So, uh, maybe the, the one that resonates... I mean, um, from the top of my head, uh, maybe leaving a mark is something that surely resonates with me. But uh, uh, I would uh, also want to be lying on 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 the side of connecting with others as well as having a, 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 a spiritual uh, journey. Uh, not uh, very much on the uh, provide structure side because I really feel that providing structure uh, blocks development. So, um, uh, you know, I, 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 if I have to zero down on one, leaving a mark, yes. Uh, but uh, half of the journey and uh, connecting with others uh, surely lies with me. Hmm. And from your answer, I believe you think there is no single answer to a human personality. That there, there has to be multiple values or multiple motives in a person's life to be a more f- fulfilling life. Uh, I I do I do because um, uh, you know maybe at a point of time leaving a mark in uh, life is uh, uh, important. Uh, but if you are parallelly not connecting with others, you kind of uh, cannot leave a mark because uh, you have to be with people. You have to connect with people to uh, really leave a mark because they are the ones who are going to experience the mark that you have left. Somebody needs to see the mark that you have left. Or somebody needs to understand the value of the mark that you're leaving. Uh, similarly, uh, I think uh, uh, spiritual journey is something that I do not resonate much with as of now. But I feel that a part of me is there, uh, surely in development, uh, which will uh, look at uh, that uh, uh, perspective uh, at a later point in life. Interesting. Thanks for this answer. Um, we'll we'll discuss more. Uh, as we go along so the next question is to diana um out of these four uh, values presented uh, providing structure or going to a spiritual journey leaving a mark or connecting to others which one do you resonate with the most or what do you value the most um i think that i value all of them but uh, right now in the moment uh, where i am i think leaving the mark mm-hmm. and uh, so within leaving the mark there are three uh, different archetypes one is the outlaw which wants to break rules and uh, you know uh, change the system the, there is a hero who which needs who wants to master something and 
create a better world for everyone and there is a magician who would want to make things happen using power uh, out of these three do you have one favorite i think i'd like to be a hero to make a, a better life for everyone interesting thanks uh, dina we will uh, discuss more uh, of this going forward next apurva um, which is the value you resonate with the most uh on a on a bigger level uh, even i i resonate with uh leaving a mark and and connecting to others and mm. i feel like they they go interchangeably like i uh, i'm not not interchangeably it's like 50 50% it's not 90% of the time i'm one and 10% of the time i'm the other i feel like i'm uh, i'm a good mix of both and even in there uh, i i i would say that uh i have a i have a tendency uh to be a, i mean uh, in leaving a, a mark i think a magician is a personality that i uh, resonate with more like i i i want to do things i want to do things that are new and uh, create something uh, that uh, that sort and then in the connecting with other connecting to others i think i am a, i am the uh, every man where i i like i like to be, to belong to a community or to a group of friends or in a in to my family something like some or some or the other combination of that so i think i i resonate with those two personalities the most thanks apurva we'll discuss more about these uh, their weaknesses their strengths and uh, their talents uh, as we go along to drill down that what the personality you have chosen for yourself does does that exact, exactly match with the description provided next i want to ask karthik uh, which is the value he uh, values the most so yeah i i would agree with apurva i i resonate mostly with the magician because it's always i always admired people who understand the world and the universe the universe is a big word but yeah at a certain level like they understand the world at a higher plane than we do right now and they see how different thing uh, how things connect with each other and that's always been my goal with any learning that i do um, mm-hmm. to understand how things connect with each other so yeah i would definitely uh, resonate with the magician and i feel like at this point since all of uh, all of us are fairly uh, new in our careers and we are young so i feel a lot of us will go by the idealistic principles of trying to leave a mark on the world mm-hmm. i feel the other things like providing structure or providing and then doing a spiritual journey it might be an age thing or i don't know it might be a there there might be a lot of factors that go into it but i definitely feel age should be one of them that's a good so, answer i yeah. based on your description i thought you would go with the sage because you said you understand uh, you value understanding the world and this is one of the key uh, uh, you know attributes of the sage that the truth will set them free and uh, the core desire is to find the truth and to use intelligence and analysis to understand the world so what do you think about this personality type um perhaps but uh okay i 
I guess that is true because like because the magician's desire also said that uh, I don't want to just understand. Mm. I want to use that understanding to create something. Correct. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. So like uh, the sage says that can study details forever and never act. That's something that I would never uh, mm. uh, do. Like I would, I would be, uh, the action part is really, really important to me. Like I want to do something with the knowledge I have. Got it. Thanks. Thanks, Karthik. Uh, we'll go to uh, Simina next. Uh-huh. Uh, so Simina, what do you, uh, out of these four values, uh, which one do you re- resonate with the most? Um, I think I, I would say I'm uh, much of a caregiver. So somehow I'm a, uh, uh, trying to provide structure to the world uh, by helping each other, by offering support. Because in my mm-hmm. opinion, this is related to kindness and to good. And uh, I think somehow in this way, you can uh, see an improvement, you can see the change, and uh, mm-hmm. you can also leave a mark if we are looking at the, at the other uh, descriptions. But uh, I think that... Uh, uh, being a, a caregiver uh, doesn't mean that I only do this. For example, um, I saw that there are some other uh, uh, descriptions that somehow uh, um, fit me. For example, uh, um, the the explorer, because somehow I'm trying to find out who I am by exploring the world and, and by exploring uh, uh, as much as I can. So mm. mainly, I, I I can say that I'm a, I'm a caregiver, but I also have uh, some other uh, um, characteristic uh, characteristics from uh, from the other uh, uh, types. Great, uh, thanks. Um, so, sort of out of these four person, uh, four values, uh, providing structure to the world, uh, going through your own spiritual journey and uh, or leaving a mark to the world or finally connecting to others which value do you resonate with the most i think i resonate with uh, leaving a mark on the world because i personally identify as someone who is uh, quite ambitious and uh, mm-hmm. very methodical etc so based on that i think um, what drives me is to always uh, think about ways in which i can leave a mark in the world uh, through my uh, work through the things that i do and if mm. I uh, if I think about the archetype which uh, kind of resonates with me the most, uh, it would be the ex- explorer one, because mm. I always like to experience uh, new things, and mm. I try to stay off the grid. Uh, uh, basically, trying to uh, identify myself without having to take any external opinion. So my journey of self awareness does not depend on the uh, opinions of the other people, and. Uh, I think the reason why I also uh, resonate with this archetype is uh, because uh, I identify myself as someone who is uh, inquisitive, uh, looking to always uh, um, learn new things. Mm. And uh, yeah, and if I have to choose a second one, that would be uh, the caregiver because I really uh, like to help people, like Simira mentioned. Um, I also uh, would say that this would be my second uh, archetype 
which defines me. Interesting. So the reason I ask this question, and I'll I'll give to get to my my archetype as well. Um, so if if a movie or a story is ba- uh, based on you, uh, what character would represent you, or what would people take away from your character? Uh, if if a movie is based on your life, that would be. Trisha is dropless. Okay, so people would get a message from your life, and the message they get is based on the archetype you choose to be. And I believe, uh, first of all, I'm I'm not sure whether this this is exhaustive or not, which we'll discuss in a while. Uh, but just going with the flow and assuming this theory to be true, I would resonate with uh, the explorer archetype for sure because it's a search for the soul and figuring out the truth, uh, which is important for me. I really like the sage archetype because sometimes I feel I have get gather a lot of knowledge just to understand the world, but some some in some places i do not act like just learning about politics or learning about finance maybe finance i can use in my life but politics i might not use it or art i might not use it but i still like to know what happens or what has happened so with that yeah i think i i resonate a bit with the sage archetype and understanding uh, is important so explorer sage and i like creator architect but i don't know how much i imbibe that character so so the next next section we will just open uh, the conversation to a discussion and uh, the first question to everyone and anybody can jump in do you believe that this is a exhaustive list or do you, do you, do you agree with the philosophy of carl jung it's what carl jung said is this there is this a collective unconscious which we all share a narrative story that we all share and he drilled it down to these 12 archetypes does this idea make sense to you in any way or do you think that this idea itself is not correct um, let's start questioning that so saran sir uh, maybe uh, i would take a step back and uh, question uh, the theory itself uh maybe uh, I, i mean i surely love to come back to the archetypes and uh, discuss that but uh, let us go to the origins where uh, there are two very controversial um, uh, you know very uh, different uh, theories uh, the first one uh, is carl jung's uh, uh, theory which says that uh, you know we are all uh, born with uh, that uh, kind of the uh, blank slate uh, uh, when uh, we are all born the our minds are all complete uh, blank slates and we learn as we go uh, so all all the learnings or all all the kinds of wisdom that we uh, uh, attain is uh, because of the experiences we have this is a very different theory that uh, is called uh, innateism which talks about uh, uh, having innate uh, beliefs uh, that means when you are born you are not born with a blank slate but you have uh, things written on that so your your mind is not exactly uh, Uh, uh you know a free ram so uh, uh it's not free memory uh, you have uh, something based on your genes uh, is what i believe i mean uh, there's no other thing which explains this to me but if you are born with uh, some uh, in beliefs uh, then maybe it is coming from uh, your genes uh, <laughs> that's the only explanation i get 
सो दीज आर द टू डिफरेंट थ्योरीज विच हैव केप्ट फाइटिंग विद ईच अदर सो मे बी कैन यू डिस्कस अ लिटिल ऑन 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 दिस फर्स्ट वेदर वी बिलीव इन इनिटिज्म और वी बिलीव इन द थ्योरी दैट काल यंग गिव Uh, and then we can get to the archetypes maybe it will become more uh, relatable that's a good suggestion yeah so what do you believe in like i uh, from my personal uh, like my my personal belief is i think there is a innate wisdom i think i think genetics and uh, you know uh, your ancestor knowledge you you have access to it somehow i don't know how you access it maybe meditation just thinking and there is some wisdom which you already have i don't think that we are completely blank slates but i think there are some information that has been provided to us and the reason i think about that is because some people have a certain advantage advantages in certain fields uh, if you look at certain top performing athletes they they definitely have certain advantage in whatever the selective sport they have chosen uh because of their genetical advantage so that lets me to believe that there is some some wisdom which is passed down uh, to us by our ancestors um yeah i i mean i surely agree with that that's why i'll not put the point further we uh, we can uh, go around the group and then come back to me i think uh, for me i i feel like we all are uh, while i don't i don't believe that we are bla- uh, born with blank slate i feel like we we have all some amount of or maybe even equal amount of all of these qualities depending on how we are honed in like uh, or how how our childhood was i think some of these qualities get developed more and some of the some of the qualities don't get as developed and that's why i think at this point in life we we resonate with some of the qualities and we don't resonate with with the others i don't believe that we don't have them but uh, i think our surroundings or um Uh, how we were raised or how uh, how people were behaving amongst us i feel like that has a lot to do with which of these qualities get developed more and which of these qualities don't so you 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 believe that we are blank slates when we are born but depending on the environment uh, we adapt or gravitate towards certain kind of archetype so you you don't believe that there is a inherent wisdom that leads us towards a certain uh, archetype i mean i don't know i, I, I now that i'm thinking about it i i do i i in some cases i do believe that that happens because they do say that you know like the uh the the king's son was always made a king because they believe that it like that it's it's in its blood like that mm. something being in your blood that mm. has a lot to do uh i don't know i still feel that it's still again since they the, the, the a kid is born with it or there are there have been like stories where the 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 kid actually learns or the fetus actually learns things when even even before it's born and i feel like that's 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 what it's called being in the blood that you know like mm. some some things or some values are imprinted on that 
that unborn child even from before and i think that's why it 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 resonates with certain type of things and not with others interesting let's hear from others what they think about innatism or blank slate so um, i definitely think that uh, there might be some innate knowledge that is that might as you said be codified in genetics or what not but i find it hard to believe that any of these uh archetypes are encoded through the innateism like i do not believe that any of these are uh in uh, any of these archetypes are just sitting in you waiting to be unlocked by uh experience i feel like you um any uh, in that sense i feel like with regards to the archetype there must be a blank slate anything that you build towards is coming from past successes or whatever you develop a passion for or how you perceive the world around you i feel yeah that's definitely got to do with it and rather than something that's already uh an ancient wisdom that's already encoded in you or something so i i would probably take an opposite stance at least regarding the archetypes that i feel that there's nothing innate about them and they will change as time goes on but yeah um they develop they, you develop them after uh you've experienced life or yeah it's not it's not innate basically so so that means you also believe that we are born with a blank slate and then we develop these qualities yep i yeah but but innateism doesn't say that right it does innateism say that we are blank slates so i think there are two things happening here one is about the archetypes which the well basic personalities present in the world but uh, innateism and uh, blank state is a different uh, it's a it's a level up uh, before this 12 archetype uh, theory because within innateism there is this theory of 12 archetypes but if you go one step prior then then you have these two things to discuss and debate about whether there is there is innateism or there is blank slate so um and within innateism there is this theory that there is a collective unconscious and within the collective unconscious there are these 12 basic archetypes so uh we what we are saying here is basically what you what you said that uh, there is Uh, in innateism you have certain certain advantages and certain uh, genetical uh, you know uh, genetical makeup which lets you to do better in certain traits but it is not mean that you would adopt a archetype archetypes are something which exist in the world regardless regardless whether you choose to accept it or not uh, and they are, they are constant but when you hear a story you can resonate with that archetype very easily because your brain somehow understand what that archetype is 
without anybody teaching you like if a if a child is born they would understand the concept of a mother uh without knowing that there has to be a concept such as mother or in in a world if you see a movie you would understand a concept of a hero without anybody telling you what a hero is you would just know that this is a concept and this is a difficult thing to understand and we in our life we and like when this podcast what we started with like we gravitate towards some archetype we we try to associate ourselves with some archetype depending on what stage of life you are in and that would as you said it would change over time you might associate with a lover or with certain people but you might associate with a hero in uh, in, a, in a different setting so yeah that that what that's what these archetypes are about so uh, what what i take uh, from what you said kartik is hmm, you believe in innateism but you don't completely believe in this archetype being designed within your personality i guess uh, in that sense no uh, i would because now that i was reading about it 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 seems like carl jung uh hmm. rejected the blank slate hypothesis like the blank slate hypothesis was tabula rasa right which which yes. was uh, which is what he rejected and he said that evolution is responsible for these archetypes so these are something that is encoded in us with primal so i find that hard to digest like okay that's probably my position that's good let's hear it from others um i think that somehow this is related to the instincts for example uh, when you are born you have some instincts uh, you mentioned before about the mother that a child is uh, knows about this concept before knowing that that is actually a mother so this is somehow related to the human instincts and how they are trying to survive and everything uh and i do believe that uh, you you are born with uh, some characteristics uh, that are uh, somehow uh, um from your father from your mother i i don't know exactly so um, this is uh, um genetic and after you you uh, grow up and uh, you are uh, develop- developing as a human being you start you, you start to uh learn things and to do uh, uh actions and to be a certain um type but mm-hmm. uh you also have you also have characteristics from other types so i don't believe that you can be only uh innocent or only uh every man uh mm-hmm. i think you have you probably have most of the characteristic of an innocent for example but you also mm-hmm. have uh, other characteristics as well now Indeed. that i'm thinking about this thing is it is it the, is this uh, associated with only human beings or because i was just thinking about uh, what we talked about that these things are are evolving like we always evolve into some of the categories in different times of life we might ident- identify with different archetype but i feel like 
animals like who are also like a, a living being they associate with one of the characteristics or couple of them maybe but in the same quadrant and they stay the same in life uh, throughout their life like a like the king of the jungle like they are always in that power position Yeah. unfortunately they can't communicate and they can't tell us what archetype they are <laughs> no I, yeah. <laughs> no but as you said that you know like without even telling that something is heroic or something is mm. different so even though they don't tell us what they feel like how they behave that's how we understand that you know something that somebody does is like protector or um hero yeah. victim like we even though they don't tell us what they are we hmm. understand them that's what we talked about and then i was wondering like if they kind of stay the same throughout their life i mean i feel like they still stay similar in in the quadrant like they don't change quadrants the what we are looking right now and then is 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 human beings uh, genetics so so is either it's really evolved because of which we feel that we associate with different things and what we the experiences that we have in life that lead us to um believe in or resonate with one of these activities either we are really evolved or maybe it is the fact that we are actually born with some of these and that's i don't know I don't know. I think that's a very interesting uh, take, um, uh, Purva. And uh, uh, to be honest, uh, when you said that, uh, I could, uh, you know, directly uh, make that uh, correlation. Uh, I mean, the contrast uh, between uh, a dog and a cat. I, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry if there are uh, cat people here, uh, but uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, a dog surely strikes me uh, like uh, someone who likes to make connect and uh, a cat, uh, someone who wants to, uh, you know, stay on 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 their own. uh so uh, yeah maybe uh, all living beings uh, kind of uh, uh, maybe fall, because uh, you know it's it's again bringing structure kalyang i'm sure has tried to bring structure to what he observed and saw uh, in his surroundings uh maybe this is not the exhaustive list or uh, maybe there are um, uh, mixes between two personalities and i strongly feel that uh, uh, you know even the coordinates the way they have been divided they are not exactly opposite because uh, you know when i started looking at it innovation is something that surely strikes me and uh, then knowledge is also something which resonates with me uh so uh, you know it, it it kind of not is is not really con, uh, uh, you know uh, uh, exactly opposite on on the two quadrants it is not exactly opposite of each other so uh, mm. any any living mm. being i think uh, must be a combination of all these or maybe some some more types that we can you know derive out of it uh, i i i was think that uh, saransh has said uh, shared and uh, saransh if you go down like uh, uh, scroll uh, to the uh, bottom ekdam uh, uh, so you will see these uh, 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 corporates also have been divided uh, into different uh, uh, archetypes and uh, it's it's quite interesting because uh, when you see apple there you know it is going to fall in innovation um, uh, when you see uh, uh, cadbury there you know it is going to fall into the you know uh, loving belonging category so this is a very um, uh, striking thing i think anything can fall into uh, these archetypes the way they have been made 
Hmm. That defines their brand. That defines what they stand for and what is the most important value for them. Um, so I think it all comes back to their value system. Um, I am not sure what Chester, like this, these companies are. Does anybody know what Magnets do? <laughs> no idea. Anyway. But yeah, um, I can understand their value system with this graph. And even I found this graph really interesting, how corporations are divided. Um, and um, I'm just trying to think of other examples where uh, I could relate to some other logo which could fit into this category. Um, I'm surprised to see a KFC in a every every man category. They think that everyone is born full. Yeah, in, in uh, <laughs> Australia, US, everybody. That's everybody thing. Um, we didn't hear it from uh, Diana what she uh, thinks about innateism or uh, blank slate theory. So. Um... I definitely think that we are born with some genetical advantages and these genetical advantages maybe help us or leads us to some achievement. Of course, it's uh, important the medium in which you are born and the people around you. But uh, I think it's uh, these genetical advantages are quite important. And uh, regarding these archetypes, I think you can have each of them at different moments in your life. For example, for me right now, maybe it's important to leave a mark on the world, but I, I don't know, maybe when I'm gonna be old, I will be more um, a soul explorer or I don't know, stuff like this. Or maybe I would like to, to connect more with people. I don't say that I don't like to connect with people right now, it's, it's really important for me, but uh, I wanted to emphasize that in different moments in your life, you can have uh, uh, one of these archetypes more uh, bold, bolded, I would like to say. So you're saying that I'm already old because I am somebody who is looking for uh, soul expression. <laughs> anyway, I... I no, no, no not really. Maybe you are an old soul, Saranj. <laughs> so, what do you think about uh, this this theory in general? I think I have uh, a neutral stance on this. I think uh, it is a mix of uh, certain qualities which we are born with. So, if I totally believe in evolution, so um, I think some of the characteristics we are born with and some of the other things we develop based on how things unfold in front of us. I think subconsciously and unconsciously, uh, we get to know about these uh, archetypes. For example, uh, if you take an example of leaders and heroes, uh, they are not born. So they are basically, um, they become leaders and heroes based on how their life unfolds in front of them. While other things uh, like the archetypes you mentioned about the uh, caregiving mother, um, then uh, nice guy and also the femme fatale. So these are some of the archetypes which we uh, unconsciously know about. Uh, but for certain things, you have to really um, develop those uh, traits. So you, will, you will not become a leader uh, 
just when you are born so i think uh, these archetypes more or less they they can fit people into these different brackets um but i think they cannot be the true representation of uh, everything that's my stance on this okay um i think every one here uh, mostly resonates with this theory that there is there is an inherent uh, advantages but these archetypes in themselves are not the explanation of uh, what you will be or how you how you develop into this archetype is more based on your skills and your uh, hard work where you want to take your life towards that's a that's a good response i think i also agree with uh, that that theory now coming back to the point trisha raised about different uh, organizations fitting into different archetypes i i find this graph really interesting for i don't know what reason but uh, i i can totally get why virgin would fit into the rebel archetype or the diesel would fit into rebel archetype or nike is related to hero archetype um or uh, let's say university of cambridge related to the sage archetype um in i don't know whether this is allowed to be asked in this podcast but like the companies you guys worked in uh, do you know what archetype they will fit into i think my company would fit into the everyman archetype yeah that's what they try to portray and just as so i i work at yelp here and i feel like there's a strong sense of belonging there as well so i feel like yeah uh, it's there's definitely an everyman component to that as well because that's the image they try to the image of community that's they're mm-hmm. trying to foster community so it's definitely uh, it's a combination of every man and jester i feel like because it promotes having fun or going outside uh, eating out mm-hmm. things like that so i feel there's a uh, there's definitely a combination of both of them yeah saransh what do you think about uh, our company like i was i was thinking the same thing i was thinking <laughs> the same and i i was going to ask you that um that is a complicated thing because at times i i feel the vision itself was uh, you know what was portrayed and what it was actually was different uh, but they that company tried to fit into the rebel archetype i believe that was the i guess a little bit there and uh, a little bit on the creator side also because uh, you know they tried to at least in india they tried yeah. to create a category true um so they were uh, risk achievement was a big value there and creator is the stability and control uh well stability uh okay <laughs> but uh, yeah creator fine i'll go with it <laughs> i think you can edit out the name of the company so the otherwise people might yeah. uh, feel offended <laughs> yeah there's nobody calling out the name of the company <laughs> okay
I was curious uh, what is uh, Saurav's opinion regarding our company, <laughs> on which type uh, is yeah, I think when Saraj was talking about uh, his company, I was actually thinking about where would Deloitte fit in. So I think Deloitte does a lot of things. And I think uh, social responsibility at, is at the core of uh, what Deloitte does. So I think uh, it would be more of a sage, I would say. Oh. In principle. Not sure. I'm just guessing. What do you think, Simina? Mm, yeah, it could be. But... Uh... Also, they are trying to uh, promote people as being equal. And yeah. uh, sometimes uh, I think they they tend to be the everyman. Yeah. So a lot of companies are going after the belonging category. That, that's interesting. Yeah, because probably from that they can achieve or uh, they can target to a larger segment of the population where like more customers would relate with their uh, core values. Taranj, we should talk about some uh, less populist uh, archetypes like jester because I, I would like to know if somebody relates to the jester archetype. I have a person in mind who represents the jester archetype really well. Uh, he's not with us on this podcast, but I think... Uh, Akshay uh, is someone who who has this goal to have a great time and lighten up the world. He's somebody who always cracks jokes and try to you know keep the mood very light. So I I think there are people who are um, more fun. Uh, you know, the, the fun, having fun is the main goal to to live a life in the moment and to enjoy the fullest. Um, but I I don't mean that he's not very responsive. He's a very responsive guy, but. His strategy is to play, make jokes, and be funny. Uh, and uh, but with jester archetype, there is a saying, uh, and I, I now when when I uh, heard, like when we started reading about the archetype, uh, and this this saying is also by Carl Jung, and now it makes sense to me. It is said uh, the the fool is the precursor to to the sage. So you have to be a fool first if you want to be uh, like you know to to know what is right or to to have wisdom. So you have to try and be accepting of failing uh, before you can learn something out of it. So you can be wasting time, you can be fooling around, but later on you learn from your mistakes and then you you figure out that what is what is wisdom and what is intelligence. So uh, yeah, I was actually just... going to say exactly. I was actually going to say exactly that. Like I've known you since high school and uh, since ninth standard and. I definitely feel that you have transitioned from the jester to the sage, probably. Like when I, when you were definitely when we were in school, you were probably more along the jester categories. And as you, we have grown up, you have become more introspective. You become more analytical, or or uh, just more sage-like, so so to say. I'm starting my own organization where I'll be just giving gyan, like just wisdom all day. <laughs> so that's my dream goal. <laughs> so I had to go through that transition. But thanks for the compliment. <laughs> um, yeah, so that jokes apart. Oh, wait, that was a joke. Oh, no. I haven't come out completely, apparently. So, 
Thanks, Sindhu. Um, anybody has seen a change in their personalities uh, along these lines um, where they have um, imbibed one of these characters uh, or like adopted a new character in their new role or under new life circumstances or they have gotten access to one of these personalities which they didn't have before. Like, for example, if you go into a relationship for the first time, you might adopt a lover uh, archetype and uh, the, the, there'll be a higher desire of intimacy and experience and uh, being in relations with people and loving surrounding that that became your more, you know, higher uh, uh, priority in life. I think I was a bit, a bit more on the, on the, sorry, connect with the others, like the everyman belonging types. I wanted, uh, I always wanted to fit in or I was, I was, I was kind of, uh, uh, yeah, uh, th- that, that greatest fear. I mean, I, I still feel that I still have that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have, I've gotten mm. rid of that fear. I always uh, mm. feel like that, but I've started to enjoying standing out from the crowd. Like while I was before, mm. if I'm left out or if I'm, uh, I, I would say that I still struggle to go from that uh, uh left uh, I, I still find like why am I being left out or why am I the only one who's different from others it it takes me time to get to the point of acceptance where yeah that's that that that's fine but I, I feel like I have uh, in the in the everyman category I think I have been uh, uh, I have been more of everyman I, I still am but I now I think that it's okay to be to stand out so I, I have seen my my shift from there to um, leaving mark on the world or you know trying to do something mm-hmm. over over there like how what the over there in every man the, the every man is also known as like good old boy regular guy regular mm-hmm. guy. I have yeah. I have been I have been called that I have been done that and now I feel like the more I have I have uh, learned about myself and I uh, I think uh, coming into an absolutely different country has a has a lot to do with that, and mm. now I am very much I'm I'm fine with being a regular, not being a regular girl or not following everything that is expected out mm. of me. So you've been praised for your realism, your empathy, and uh, lack of pretense uh, throughout your life. People have appreciated these. I mean, the, I, I've I've always been called like a you know like a a a good girl like some 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 okay. like where, where I I do everything that is expected of me, uh, things like mm. that. And then I have I have seen a bit of change where I am not that. I am I'm I'm made to I'm made to stand out like kind of uh, there is a there is a personality trait where it's uh, the the rebel personality trait well i'm not an absolute mm. rebel i am i'm okay to mm. break a rule or two and stand by my my decision to break the rule mm. so there are two personalities which are very similar in this regards uh, there is the explorer which is also the iconoclast which could be somebody who's different or 
challenges the convention belief system and also the rebel which is also called an iconoclast so let's uh, let's try to figure out what are the nuances difference between these two and then you can select which which one is more closely associated to your personality so the explorer talks about don't fence me in i don't define me with something you know uh, like that i am this because i'm still exploring and maybe i'll be more unique and the core desire is to be the freedom to find out who you are uh, through experiencing the world and the goal is to experience a better more authentic and more fulfilling life i think from as far as i know you i think you fit better in the explorer category uh, and i'm not sure how well you fit in the travel category and the biggest fear is getting trapped conformity or inner emptiness and your strategies are uh, through journeys seeking out experiencing and new things and uh, escape from the boredom a weakness is aimless a wandering becoming a misfit and talent is autonomy ambition being true to one's soul this is also the seeker uh, iconoclast wanderer individual pilgrim i think there is another person on this call who i would say has adopted this personality now a lot uh, i'm talking about you saurav i think you have also started adopting this personality in the last 2 3 years of the explorer yeah i think i have made a transition from i think everyday man like uh, abur also mentioned everyday man to explorer and then mm-hmm. i'm also seeing some transition right now as well since i am uh, getting old and getting senior in my workplace so i think i am now more to, uh, transitioning towards the uh, ruler archetype as well so previously it was a transition from everyday man to being an iconoclast and exploring things without having to worry about what other people were thinking about me and now mm-hmm. it is uh, going more towards uh, this uh, ruler archetype where um my workplace sometimes dictate how i behave so sometimes i'm mm-hmm. quite conscious of um, how my image uh, is etc and i try to choose my words cautiously and i am also cautious about the kind of actions that i take and the kind of way i interact with my uh, juniors and i think mm-hmm. these archetypes uh, they change as you uh, grow old or you have different kind of experiences in your life uh, mm-hmm. so i would say that on a personal level when i am at home and uh, doing my own things i would say that i will be an explorer but when it comes to being at work my archetype could uh, change to like ruler archetypes right so i'm kind of doing this switch between the archetypes so i think the topic of mm-hmm. this uh, podcast was like the mask we wear so probably yeah. this is sort of a mask which i have on the workplace and then on the personal side i i'm like uh, the explorer archetype wherein i really uh, don't care about any external opinion and i do whatever i think is right right so uh... from this the definition of this archetype uh, control is your core desire when you are in the workplace and uh, what you fear most is the chaos or uh, you know being overthrown or like people not respecting your authority uh, at times so do you do you see that that it has come with the position it has come with the responsibility am... and uh, yeah go ahead i um i was just thinking like do you do you completely identify yourself as the ruler archetype while while you are at work is that has become a part of your personality 
I mean, I like uh, structure when it comes to work. So I may uh, sound very commanding when I'm at work, uh, mm. subconsciously. And Simiran, you can uh, give your opinion on that. Um, but uh, not necessarily uh, like bossing around and being uh, being a jerk. Mm. I think there is a fine line between that. So I am in the ruler archetype, but you can say more on the leadership side rather than being someone who is authoritative and very commanding. Correct. Would you like to comment, Sabina? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think you are right with this. I mean, it's not like commanding in a bad way, but commanding in a structured way. Good, yeah, good that yeah. you got a feedback here itself. Uh, <laughs> nice rating. Uh, in the next uh, quarter. Uh, Trisha, do you, like being a manager, do you also adopt to a ruler archetype uh, while you're at work? Um, uh, I don't think so uh, much because uh, one, one thing is uh, because I am uh, actually uh, not very senior when you uh, uh, talk of the manufacturing kind of industry uh, uh, setup. Uh, but uh, uh, to be honest, uh, uh, while I want to avoid it, uh, sometimes I tend to become that. Uh, I, I don't. Uh, it's, uh, I'm not saying it, uh, it's, uh, it's a bad thing to be. Uh, but uh, uh, I think it's not a great thing to be. So I try to avoid it, but I tend to become that. Beauty in process, also. I I I was the first one to not uh, agree yeah. earlier. Uh, as uh, now I started setups, important. I realized some authority needs to be called. There are uh, things that uh, uh, you know that need to be done without giving a reason. And uh, something similar to how it is in military in the army, you don't really ask for uh, reasons. Uh, but uh, sometimes there are things that you just do. So uh, uh, that that uh, tends up uh, uh, occurring more when you grow senior in organization, I guess. So I think uh, Karthik mentioned that you have transitioned from being a jester into someone who is more sage. So what are your personal uh, thoughts on any transition that you have seen in your life? And are you undergoing any other transition right now? Uh, definitely. I. Uh... I think there are pivotal moments in life and I would also contribute a lot of my changes to the people I was surrounded by, be it you, be it Karthik. Uh, and that had a effect on my personality. So like I started valuing uh, the other, uh, you know, the, the personality traits of other and people, I started admiring them in certain regards and that had an effect on my, my, uh, my development. Uh, but at the same time, I felt that there is always, I always had an inclination towards it. Like I value these traits and that's why I have adopted to those traits. So when you're saying you adopted to a ruler, you would have some inclination towards those um, uh, archetypes and you would adopt, adapt that uh, while growing up. And uh, to the point, I, I do agree with this transition uh, from a jester to a sage and I I'm constantly trying to adapt that personality to a better extent. Um, 
going along just to get deeper into it the second point about other transition um i think this would be a point which we discussed earlier um uh, that we are always transforming we are always ad- adopting in, in other personalities and probably we are growing in multiple directions um so out of these list i would i would say i am getting closer to the creator or uh, artistic archetype i i want to make things happen and i want to imagine a vision and i want to make this happen i and there has been a backfall also it's not always in positive like at one point in my life i identified very closely with the hero archetype but that didn't happen so i i just took a step back and i am finding which which archetype is more suitable for me in the present moment so i, I probably i i tried to adapt a personality but i wasn't ready for it at that moment and then i have to choose something which i was better suited at a present moment so maybe i'm 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 becoming more of the creator archetype but that would be another uh, you know phase before i move on to something else so yeah and i uh, do agree with their limitations and challenges so the goal is to create a vision and i do want to create a vision and that that is my uh, main goal and i i definitely uh, fear mediocrity a mediocrity vision that everybody the reality which everybody lives so i want to express myself for um, being uh, to create a culture that that is definitely in the key tasks and i do agree with these uh, weaknesses that i might my my solution might not be the best or i might be over critical about the solutions i'm building so yes cool okay so we are about reaching the time for this podcast uh, any final comments or thoughts about this idea and uh, if everybody can share some key takeaways let's hear it from diana we haven't heard much from her so uh, i really enjoyed this uh, podcast um, i didn't know about uh, carl jung's theory before this and uh, it uh, triggered me um i discovered that i uh, during my life i was also or i am an innocent or the everyman although i said that i think i identify my, myself right now with uh, the hero and the explorer mm. thanks tiara any other final points uh, from other people Oh, I I I really like this, and I I I think I I want to, uh, I would like to explore more of the theory where, uh, theories or uh, stories, articles, anything that I can find on, uh, what people say about uh, be um, uh, us being born with you know, um, uh, some uh, some abilities. I mean, I'm sure that it's not a. Uh, it's not an in vain theory where people just say that because just because so i want to i want to learn more about that because i'm i'm finding that 
uh i don't i don't have much more uh like scientific knowledge about that so i would i would like to mo- explore that side of it more where do uh, like why do people say that some people are born with something and is that just an observational thing is that a cultural thing or is there an actual science or philosophy behind it yeah that's a that's a very intriguing question um just one question back to you apurva have you taken other test other personality tests like uh, maya briggs or uh, hexico this uh, big five personality traits or there is another test called disc so have you taken other personality tests and do you agree with the results of other personality tests which defines your personality i think there was one like there is a, i don't remember that now and uh, Uh, i think uh, i always have some things it's like a it's like a horoscope where i i i i agree with half of the things and then i'm like am i really that like uh, is that personality just um, uh, you know it's like a blanket uh, observation about that type of personality and then that's why like i i agree with some of those things and i don't agree with some of these things but i do remember i had taken um the, a test with like 16 personality like i don't remember there there was yeah the the uh, maya briggs test so e yeah, and yeah, yeah. fj and yes, i yeah. that i i don't remember exactly what my uh what my results were but i think it said something about like me being an extrovert plus something extrovert. something yeah yeah intuitive the, let me guess extrovert intuitive feeling and pers- perceiving probably you are that that's my guess <laughs> it might be i i i, I can i'll test i'll take that test again and i'll let you know i don't remember i think i had i had taken it like i think over a year ago so i don't remember the results but yeah awesome um any final words with uh, from uh, simina or trisha or sarab um it was nice uh, i i don't really have uh, this kind of uh, philosophical uh, discussions uh, with uh, people i don't know but i really enjoyed it <laughs> and uh, i don't know as a conclusion that we can uh, um we can have is that um, uh this is objective and uh, is very much depending on on the moments uh, from our life yeah. definitely that uh, it is a subject of where that's why we wanted to discuss it as a belief like do you believe in this theory and uh, do you believe in what he's saying and do you find any merit in this um we haven't still concluded that we completely believe in this theory uh but it's a interesting theory nevertheless it's an inter- interesting thing to talk about and probably we can't it's a, it's a very difficult uh, theory to test to be honest but um uh it it does makes us question about uh, certain aspects of life and the way stories are structured and uh, people are defined cool um you deserve do you have anything to add in the final moment 
think I would say that when I received the invite for this podcast, I was quite intimidated with the topic. I had no idea about uh, these archetypes. And I think the briefing of this podcast and the way people shared their thoughts, I think that was very uh, helpful. And it is a very interesting concept. And this podcast, I think, uh, is now motivating me to discuss it with more people uh, and see what they think about these archetypes. Overall, I really enjoyed this uh, podcast. Cool. Thank you. Uh, Trisha, I will just take your thoughts and then wrap it up. Sure. Uh, so uh, I think I'll conclude uh, by saying that uh, I, when I started uh, reading it, uh, I think uh, both the con- uh, you know contrasting theories uh, uh, hit me hard because uh, you know bo- both are very pretty uh, believable and uh, both have their own uh, 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 you know uh, fundamentals and basis to talk about. Uh, but overall, I-, I think these archetypes uh, to me uh, are kind of exhaustive because uh, I have tried to place a few people while we were talking in these archetypes and uh, they generally are uh, being a mixture of two uh, or three, not more than that. So it looks like uh, this uh, quite well defines the uh, way humans uh, behave and maybe animals too, like we discussed. Great. I am curious to know who these people are. Uh, Probably somebody (laughs) I know. Uh, But but thanks uh thanks a lot for uh, your comments i um this has certainly been a very ex- interesting ex- uh, conversation for me i was curious about this concept i usually think carl young is a smart guy and he had tried to classify something which is very untangible into a more structured format i am uh, personally i don't know whether this is exhaustive but the the, the 12 represented here are definitely uh, very distinct in their own regards and they are something which everybody can relate to very easily so i uh, i find it a very interesting theory which i would like to explore more to be honest so thanks a lot guys for being a part of this podcast i really enjoy talking to you and listening to your perspectives and your archetypes and your personalities uh, so uh, i uh, definitely learn something more about you guys in, in, in general. So thanks a lot. And uh, I hope to see you on another podcast.